You are listening to the Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast, a part of the Four Beardsmen Sports Network. Hello there. Welcome to the Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Beard Brother Dylan. And I'm Beard Brother AJ. Took you a second. No, I did it on purpose. Okay. Dramatic effect. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you maybe, just forgot because it's been a while. Maybe they would have thought it was somebody else. So we uh, we apologize for the absence last week. It's just been been a slow off season, and we we're adults with things to do. So this you is know, this is more for fun, not for say. Especially in the off season, there's not a whole lot. I mean, there's there was a whole lot of shit that happened, but yeah. I mean, as far as making a whole show out of it, that last week would have been tough. Yeah. So I, I I mean I would have found something for us to talk about, but it would have yeah. been. It'd been tough. Drivel. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, life gets in the way. Contract talks are one thing that are pretty much the only thing happening. That and cooties. Yeah. So, we, we actually have a ton of stuff to talk about in our Necessary NFL News segment. And then we are doing a divisional deep dive. Uh, we're breaking down the AFC and NFC North today. Uh, talking about the fantasy relevant and irrelevant players on each team. And then um, I'm going to give my predictions for standings. I went through all 256 games. And put out wins and losses, and Nerd. made sure, yeah, made sure they <laughs> added up right. And um, yeah, I, I'm super stoked about it. That's what 128, yeah, 128 wins, 128 losses, no ties. So I, uh, I'm super stoked about that. Mm. What? I'm trying to think if I did the math right. How many games? 256. Yeah, that'd be yeah. Ha- half is 128. Yeah. Okay, I was making sure. <laughs> um, I mean, you're not gonna count for the Browns and Steelers potentially tying again. Yeah. No. I, uh, I don't do ties when I do predictions. That's bullshit. There shouldn't be ties. <laughs> uh, if we have no, if we have tiebreakers in our fantasy leagues, there should be tiebreakers in the NFL. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we'll we'll actually jump right in to our necessary NFL news. Uh, I, I just want to talk about the franchise tag stuff. Uh, the deadline passed last Wednesday uh, at I believe like one p.m. Doesn't matter. It was last Wednesday. Yeah, it was Wednesday. Um, Two guys got contract extensions, one the day before and one the day of. Uh, the one that was the day before was Chris Jones. Uh, he got a four-year, $85 million deal, and people were like, what? How the fuck are they doing this? Pat Mahomes just signed a massive fucking deal. Right. Where are they getting the salary cap? Well, uh, that part of the deal doesn't kick in for Mahomes until two years from now. That's how. Yeah. <laughs> so Mahomes is still paying on his fucking rookie contract. Yeah, I think I believe both Kelsey and Hill will be uh, – have they each have two years remaining on their contract. So they'll have to make a tough choice. Um, I probably think they'll cut Kelsey at that point. Just Kelsey's already what? 31. Yeah. I think Kelsey will 30 or cut. 31. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I, I, I think it's a solid move for their defense. I mean, he probably him or Damian Williams should have been MVP over Pat Mahomes, but I, I still maintain it should have been Damian Williams. Yeah, he was. Uh, oh, and quick side note. I want to talk about it. Damian Williams was on uh, celebrity family feud. Did you see that clip? I don't know if I sent it to you. Mm-mm. So it was the Hall of Famers, uh, which was uh, Kevin Green, Chris Carter, Michael Irvin, uh, Bruce Smith, and uh, – oh, that was five. I said five. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was those five against, like, Cortland Sutton, Aaron Jones, Damian Williams. A lot of real young guys. Yeah. Uh, Damian Williams was a little older, but um, – God, I'm trying to think of who the other two were. Oh, uh, Darius Leonard, linebacker for the Colts, and then Marlon Humphreys. Uh, the Hall of Famers won, and they were doing Fast Money at the end. Or Is that what it's called? I can't remember. Something like that. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, Michael Irvin had already taken his turn, and I believe the question was something like, uh, who, or if Captain Hook was a handy, or, like, did Knight work as a handyman, what would he replace his hook with? And Michael Irvin had already said hammer, so Bruce Smith replied hammer, and he got the eh eh. And uh, he just, like, throws his hands up, he goes, I don't know, penis? And then (laughs) it takes Steve Harvey a second, and he's like... Going on to read the next question, you see Bruce Smith like look out at the crowd, and Steve Harvey hadn't reacted. He goes, "Wait, what the fuck did he just say?" <laughs> and he had to bleep it out. Yeah, and like they, it's the first time in a long time I've had them see like they had to stop fast money because Steve Harvey lost his shit. <laughs> I don't know, penis. I'd look that up. Yeah, dude, it was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I uh, where were we? <laughs> oh, Chris Jones, we were talking about. But yeah, I, I think he should have been. Uh, he, him, like I said, or Damian Williams should have been Super Bowl MVP, and uh, but yeah, he got his money and come out on Twitter saying like looking forward to bringing another Super Bowl trophy to Kansas City, and uh, looking forward to you know winning a defensive MVP and or Player of the Year, yeah, but stuff like that. So good for him. I, I he's one of the best. He's the best interior pass rusher outside of Aaron Donald. I, and I, I mean, hard and Aaron Don- Donald can probably bench press like. Five wide receivers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, and then the other one that happened the day of was Derrick Henry. Good for him. Thank- thankfully, I was yeah. really worried they were going to keep him on a franchise tag. Yeah, maybe I do it one like more he- year. Yeah, which yeah. I didn't feel like he deserved. I felt like he deserved a contract. Mm-hmm. And he's up there, I believe, in the top five running backs paid now. He didn't get like Zeke money. Zeke he, money. Well, he ridiculous. didn't get CMC money. No, God, no. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I think he got a very fair, fair deal. Four years, $50 million. That averages out to $12 million. I know it sounds like chump change when you see like the quarterback ones and the edge rusher ones. But, but for a running back, especially a running back with his age, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense. 25? I mean, 25 and a half of its guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's 25. He gets $25 million yeah. for sure. So, yeah, good for you him. You get $1 million for every year you've been alive. Dynasty owners rejoice at least another two to three years of his you know, being hyper relevant. Yeah. So. Especially if he stays, you know, the Titans and doesn't get traded away. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and then, uh, for defense, another defensive one, um, this didn't have to do with franchise tag stuff. Miles Garrett got an extension as well. Uh, five years, $125 million. Well deserved for a guy who was in defensive player of the year talks before, before he, you know, cracked a skull <laughs> over that fuck boy, Mason Rudolph. Yeah. He just decided to fucking wreck that dude. Cracked a helmet over the skull of that. Fuck yeah, boy. I was just going <laughs> to let you go. I, was, I wasn't going to bring it up. So, but yeah, um, significant names that, uh, that didn't, uh, but still signed their tenders. AJ Green, Dak Prescott didn't get extensions, but they did sign their franchise tender. So they will be playing on that franchise tag this year. Um, as a Cowboys fan, man, I do hope they get a deal done or, you know, maybe franchise Dak again next year and then get a deal done in that time window. I mean, because Dak was, what, asking for 35? I, I, it's it's very muddled but, at this but, point. I mean, the we franchise don't know. is 31. Yeah. Like, it's it's not it's that big of a, a difference. It's still a good deal. I think Jerry's just dragging his feet because he doesn't know what he wants to do. I They could have gotten their his extension done when Wentz and Goff got theirs done last offseason and paid him – you know, the 32 million. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just get it done. That's what the going rate for good starting quarterbacks are. Yeah. See, like everybody's like saying like, Oh, Dak doesn't deserve this money. He hasn't won a big games. Like, yeah, that's a good point, but he's still putting up fucking incredible numbers. Yeah. Like he's not, not only incredible numbers. He's 
he's winning games. He hasn't had a single losing season in four years as the Cowboys started. Yeah. Like I, I just they finished what eight and eight this year. Yeah. Yeah, and that's still not losing. Yeah, it's so. not a losing record. It's not a winning record either. But that was the worst he's finished. He's had a his thirteen and three his rookie year, nine and seven the year after that, ten and six uh, the year after that, and then eight and eight last year. Yeah, exactly. I I mean, uh, I, Kirk Cousins money like that's <laughs> exactly I, that's the most comparable person I have. Like Kirk Cousins is a a very valuable starting quarterback. And I, I think Dak's a little more talented than him. Yeah. So I, I have no problem with them paying him money. And it's a lot of people are like, Oh, well, they could have a better quarterback. Like, yeah, a lot of teams could have a better quarterback, but you know, how hard it is to find a fucking Pat Mahomes or, you know, Lamar Andrew Luck of when he came out yeah. or like, speaking of Kirk cousins, have you seen the thing on TikTok with him? Oh, Oh yeah. The challenge where yeah, it was people, like, like duet yourself catching a pass from Kirk Cousins. And there's one with a dude and on the sideline who just looks over and go, yep. <laughs> go over his head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I the accuracy. Yeah. Hey, Kirk Cousins is a, is, he is a very no, he's a quarterback. quarterback. But um, it's just funny. But yeah, um, I'm trying to think of some other notable guys who are still on the franchise tag. Uh, Joe Tooney didn't get his extension done for the Patriots. Hunter Henry didn't yeah, get Hunter his. Yeah, Hunter Henry didn't get his. Uh, Justin Simmons for the Broncos didn't get his. Uh, so there was there was quite a few guys. I think there was fourteen in total. Um, uh, Kenyon Drake could have had one done, but he's on a transition tag, so they yeah, can. He's they got can a do little his, bit more time. They can do his throughout the year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's a couple other guys out there that that missed out on some big money, but are still getting paid at least big money for this year. Uh, so I, next year's free agency class is shaping up pretty nicely <laughs> at this rate. Uh, <laughs> Breaking news hmm. as of twenty minutes ago. Two days after, well, no, because we haven't even talked about the retirement yet. No. You want to talk about it now? The AB one? Yeah. Yeah, he posted that he's retiring, so. Well, not according to this, according to Sleeper as of 20 minutes ago, two days after announcing his retirement on Twitter again. Yeah. Free agent wide receiver Antonio Brown indicates he wants to play in the NFL again and calls on the league to conclude its personal conduct in or personal conduct conduct investigation. Okay, so now he wants to play again. Yeah, I I think that's why some of these teams have been kind of like the Ravens and the Seahawks have been like kind of dragging their feet on getting a deal done with them because they don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So I I from what I think it was Ian Rappaport uh, posted something that he suspects it to be in the ballpark of eight games. It makes sense, all the shit that he did and shit that, like, was coming out all at the same time. Everything's been settled out of court or thrown out completely, so there's nothing that stuck to him, really. But I think just for, you know, what do they call it? Um, Behavior detrimental to the league. Yeah. He'll get a suspension uh, if or when he signs somewhere. So, uh, yeah, he he retired, and now he's not retiring. So, well, it's more of just, like... Oh, he's keeping his fucking name out there. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. He just needs his name to be relevant. It just, it sucks, man, because he was such a, a hardworking, like, nose in the dirt, like, let's get fucking through this, no-nonsense kind of guy, and then just one season, like, and after all those concussions, went, like, yeah. it just went to shit. That last year in Pittsburgh, man, just, yeah. Yeah, so then he went to Oakland, and apparently the sun got to him. Yeah, just uh, bitched his way out of there. Like bitched his way out yeah. of there, then just fucked off the rest of the time. And yeah, I mean, well, he he went to New England, and then all that sexual abuse yeah, the, stuff then the came rest out. Of the shit yeah, came out, and they were like, "Oh, you didn't tell us about that." 
Bye. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Which, uh, that was something else we uh, I didn't put in there. Uh, Patriots freed up like $7 million in cap space uh, after a settlement went their way in both AB's case and Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> so they freed up some more cap space because they were still paying him money. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Because he, was, he, was, he would still be under contract as of right now. Damn. Yeah. I had no clue on him. Yeah. So um, I think that money's still getting paid out to his family. So at least good for his, his daughter. Yeah, I feel, yeah, I feel awful for her. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and then uh, Raheem Mostert kind of kind of pulled it back a little bit on those trade requests that he, he sent to San Francisco. Nobody, nobody was going to pay what he wanted. Yeah, no one's going to trade for him and then pay him. Like, yeah. it, no. stick it out in a place where you are relevant. Which you're, where you're going to get used. Kyle Shanahan is your coach, man. You're going to be relevant. Yeah. <laughs> he just is the running back guru and has, like, these amazing, like, game plans for being able to run the ball with zone or man-blocking schemes or where to create holes and how to use counters properly and shit like that. It's just, it's not going to get much better for Mostert, so. No, the situation he was in was perfect for what he had. Yeah, I've noticed uh, doing mock drafts that he he dipped a little bit. and He's uh, going to come back up. Like, he, he fell behind, uh, I believe, J.K. Dobbins and Kareem Hunt. Oof. And, uh in redraft Oof. leagues. So if you're doing your draft anytime soon, that is a fucking steal. Yes. Yeah, so, and if, <laughs> if you can get it before people realize what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Snag him. Yeah. He'll be going back up in ADP here pretty soon. Real quick. Uh, I give it a week tops. Uh, Devonta Freeman, after having a somewhat public falling out with his former agent, I don't know, like they were both blaming each other. It was a female saying like, he's not doing this and he's doing this wrong. And he was saying like, well, she's not doing her job right. And blah, blah, blah. Uh, he went with Drew Rosenhaus. Who's like the Mecca of NFL <laughs> representation. Yeah, see, I, I didn't, the name sounded familiar. Cause I've heard him. Tied he used to, to be TO's agent. Oh, geez. Yeah. Did you see there was a, a thing where TO challenged Tyree kill to a 40 yard dash? Yeah. Yeah. TO ran a, like a four, 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 like a four, four, five or some shit. Yeah. That's what, insane. He's like, was, four, he's like 43. What was Tyreek's? Tyreek probably ran in like the four two nine four three zero range, but still at that age to run. I'm pretty sure that's what Tyreek ran at the combine a couple years ago. Uh, what four four years ago? I think he ran a four two nine because everyone made a big deal that Henry Ruggs ran a faster yeah forty time at like four two five or some shit like that. But yeah, um, God, there was some other news that I was like thinking of that we kind of missed out on. Uh, they're trying to get COVID guidelines in 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 like together for the season uh, as of yesterday, I believe the first two teams reported to camp uh, just the rookies uh, for the Texans and the chiefs. Cause they play Thursday night and they get a little bit of a head start on everybody. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. I know they're, they agreed to daily testing, which especially with a league that fucking big all 53 players. Once they get the final rosters down, they're starting off at 80. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and then all the coaches and, uh, you know, staff. Yeah. Assistants. Yeah. Coordinators. Hydration specialists. Right. Like <laughs> every fucking person you can think of under the sun, man, they, they need to do daily testing, which kind of sucks because the you, fan guy, you know, how they do the testing, right? Yeah. They shove a Q-tip through your fucking skull. Yeah. I need to, I want to go Egyptian get style. Test, yeah. Just to make sure. I, just, I work so fucking much. Well, thanks for telling me that before I came over to record. Appreciate that. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> if I was that worried about it, I said, hey, let's do this over the internet. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I'm just hoping that 
you know, if the league gets delayed or something because of COVID stuff, that's at least understandable. I'm hoping that they're able to iron out out altogether. Well, no, I'm just hoping that games aren't missed and stuff due to like what happened with baseball. Like they're trying to argue over money and shit like that. Like if somebody wants to set out the season, let them at no cost or anything. Like just, it it just moves their, this year's contract back a year. Like, yeah. I, if someone doesn't want to do it because of safety reasons, they have people at their house or they themselves have pre-existing conditions that don't allow them to, you know what I mean? Handle COVID properly. Let Understandable. Them, let them stay home. Yeah. Yeah. It'll suck for fantasy purposes, but who gives a shit? Fantasy's fantasy for a reason. Yeah. I, we love fantasy football, but... But that's real life. Yeah, we're much more <laughs> concerned about people's real life health. Yeah. I don't want you to die so I can win a title, Bill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, oh, maybe. CMC stays home for the whole year. Oh, fuck off, <laughs> Don't you fucking put that evil on me. You would miss the playoffs. I'd just hand somebody... I'd like, look, take the belt from my house, give it to whoever fucking wins. <laughs> you better clutch it while you can, yeah, sir. Right? Shit. Um... But yeah. If the season doesn't happen, I'm still champion. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think that's more or less what we've got. Oh, uh, Zimmer, uh, Mike Zimmer, the coach of the Vikings, oh, reportedly yeah, agreed to a, a multi-year deal. Not surprised. He's a very good coach. He's kept the Vikings relevant for several years. I know they, um, you know, kind of had a good playoff push last year, uh, at least just getting through the wild card round and then getting eliminated in the divisional round. But still. Yeah. He's gotten them to an NFC title game where they got shellacked oh, God, yeah, by, by the Eagles. <laughs> but, I I mean, he's he's kept them hyper-relevant. I'm, I'm curious to see what they look like this year. We'll actually talk about him here in a little bit. But I, I, I think he's a very good coach. He's in, I'd say, the top third of coaches in the league, honestly. So, all right, guys, uh, that'll actually wrap us up for our necessary NFL news. Uh, we're just doing the two segments. The show's probably going to be decently long. I don't know. My, we're already almost 20 minutes in. Yeah. So. Um, but, yeah, we're going to hit up uh, our divisional deep dives. You want to start alphabetically? You want to go with AFC North or NFC? Or uh, Sorry, NFC North or AFC North first? No, fuck it, NFC. Okay, we'll go NFC North. So uh, we'll start off with the division winners from last year. That would be the Green Bay Packers. Um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. So we'll, we'll start off there. My knee! Uh, yeah, um... Key additions on the offense, uh, A.J. Dillon, <laughs> you know, Devin Funches. Like, <laughs> there's there's no real key additions on, no, the, on the offense. Jordan Love. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, they selected Jordan Love with their first-round pick, uh, as, as a lot oof. of people know. The only oof bigger than that is Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about him in a little bit, too. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... <sighs> The Packers offense just doesn't really move the needle for me, man. Like I'm, I'm like not really excited to watch it happen. Like Aaron Jones to me is probably the best player on that offense. Yeah, I agree. I, it just sucks because like we don't know how they're going to implement AJ Dillon into the offense. Yeah. Um, if he's going to steal they, a lot of the goal line they, carries because he's a massive motherfucker. Do they still have Jamal Williams? Yeah, they still have Jamal Williams. Yeah, like good old Olaf slash SpongeBob. Yeah, the the one two punch they had with him and Aaron Jones was perfect. Was already great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I think that's just unless unless Matt they Le- plan on bringing AJ Dillon in to fill and then getting I, rid is of this one Aaron of Jones last year? I think it is. I'll find out. I think it's the last year on his deal. Um. So yeah, I don't. We'll see what happens with him. I, I'm expecting him, Aaron, that Aaron Jones, that is, uh, to be in line for some touchdown regression, as most people are. Uh, he scored 20 plus total touchdowns yeah, last year, gross. like, and 16 of those on the ground. So, 
I, I, I expect that number to come down a little bit, but even if he finishes in like the 12 on the ground and like four in the air range, that's still 16 in total and he killed it. So I, I, I still like him as a second round running back a lot. Um, Aaron Rodgers, man, still going a little too high in drafts for me. Uh, he's coming yeah. off the he's coming off the board a little ahead of Drew Brees or just behind him in certain leagues. I'd still rather have Josh Allen, Carson Wentz, um, fuck, maybe even Cam Newton just for upside. Ooh. Like, do you think he'll start? Oh yeah, yeah. He, I, they'll give him a chance, man. Honestly, um, but uh, there's just quarterbacks lower down. I, Dude, like honestly, comp this, wise, this with is how Aaron Jones last year, yeah, that's what I thought. So he might get franchised after this year, or they might just let Aaron or AJ Dillon take over. Yeah, because he's unregistered. Yeah, or unrestricted. Unregistered. Sorry. Unregistered. He's just not registered as a free agent at all. That <laughs> was like as a voter. I don't. How did you find that information? <laughs> no, unrestricted. <laughs> we're we're nearing my bedtime. We got a late start. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, Devonte Adams, if he's your first round wide receiver, you're love, happy. Love, 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 yeah, love it. I love Devonte Adams. I think I, he could finish as the wide receiver one this year. He has as real of a chance as Julio Jones, Michael Thomas. Like, yeah, there's the a lot tier. of good wide receivers that mm-hmm. can that can sneak in that top. 20. Tyreek Hill, you know what I mean? I think, you know, I was very high on on MVS on on Valdez Scantling last year. Mm-hmm. I think Lazard's going to show out to be the number two on that offense. Yeah, but for fantasy purposes, I still don't think that's going to be a whole lot. No, for fantasy purposes, I think that's probably um, if you like, don't have Devontae Adams, you want no part of that wide receiver core. It could be like spot start-wise for Alan Lazard, whoever ends up being the wide receiver two there. Um, like top top of the line stats that I'm thinking off the top of my head, like 65 catches for like 800 and some odd yards and yeah. maybe like four touchdowns. Yeah, for whoever's the number two. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? Like uh, you got to pick the right start and get lucky with it. I'm not drafting any of those guys. No, I mean, yeah. I got Lazard on my team. I picked him up. I mean, that's in Dynasty, of yeah, course. I yeah, I needed help, but. Yeah, and that's, I mean, you're taking a shot on a guy who was just on our waiver wire. So Yeah, if it doesn't work, I drop him. Yeah, oh, no. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> if, if you want to take that shot as your last pick, go for it because, you know, at least – you know, after one one or two weeks, you got somebody you can drop and pick up somebody. You, yeah. you know what I mean? You Some a breakout stud. Yeah. Um, so uh, I will talk about my prediction for them. I don't like the NFC North this year. <laughs> uh, my my predictions kind of show out in that. I do still have the Packers owning this division just based on their defense, man. I think their defense is really good. With with and this is us kind of transitioning to NFL talk, not fantasy talk, uh, but. Jair Alexander, I think, is one of the premier young cornerbacks in the league as a shutdown guy and covering, you know, half of the field up, or at least the top receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have, you know, the, the quote-unquote Smith brothers and Zadarius and Preston Smith. And I'm awesome. assuming they're not actually brothers. No, no. It, yeah, it's like the Wallace brothers of, of oh. the Pistons old. Yeah, they weren't much. actually brothers, but they just called them the Wallace brothers. Same as these guys with the Smith brothers. But, uh... Yeah, that nice one-two combo as pass rushers. Uh, they did. They do have a little bit of a hole. I think their run defense is going to suck a little bit, um, but they do still have Kenny Clark there, who's an awesome interior lineman. Um, you know, safety-wise, they still have a good safety core. I think overall their defense is still going to help keep them in games, and Aaron Aaron Rodgers will still. Uh, I almost said Aaron Jones. Either one <laughs> yeah, will right. still be good enough to help keep them in games. The you know the one-two-three punch of Aaron Jones. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams will, you know, get them up to. I had them finishing eleven and five, so regressing a little bit, but you know, not by a whole lot. 
thirteen and three to eleven and five isn't that no, big that of a. Um, as the uh, the number two team, I actually I think I have it finishing just about the same as it did last year, uh, except for one minor swap. Uh, but yeah, the Vikings uh, last year finished, I believe, ten and six. Uh, I I still, for fantasy purposes, like a lot of guys on their team. Uh, Delvin Cook, it, it, still kind of dicey. He's just outside of the that top four of of running backs that you want in the first round. With you know what I mean with Zeke, uh, Kamara, McCaffrey, and Saquon. Those... You said Delvin Cook. Sorry, I was trying to look yeah. up the the way the division fell last year, but I couldn't find it. Um, just look up standings yeah, 2019. I didn't feel like retyping <laughs> things out. Uh, but yeah, I I wouldn't be upset having Dalvin Cook, but he because he's gonna be the workhorse for sure. Yeah, the injury risk is more than is I scary. Would, yeah, yeah. is more than I would want to take on. Yeah, his for, his risk grading on the on the ultimate draft kit for the fantasy footballers is super high, and that doesn't surprise me. So if you went some in a different direction with like Josh Jacobs or Joe Mixon or Derrick Henry and those tier of running backs, I. I wouldn't fault you for it just because you don't know. Like, Delvin Cook has such a, a long list of injuries. Well, yeah, so you could take that and then, you know, drop down and maybe take Alexander Madison. Yeah. And later. Uh, later. Later. I think he's going to, like, the seventh or eighth round right now. But I, I just don't like doing handcuffs. I don't. I just never have. Well, but when you got a guy who's... When injured, you have Delvin Cook, you need the handcuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you're going to take him towards the end of your draft and maybe sneak away with him, it's worth it, I yeah. think. But, yeah, I still like Delvin Cook a lot. I like Adam Thielen for where he's going in drafts right now. Oh, I like Adam Thielen more now that he doesn't have Stephon Diggs. Yeah, because I think Justin Jefferson will be more than good enough to keep double coverage away from Adam Thielen and allowing him to – because he was a top-tier receiver before he got hurt last year. Mm -hmm. And I understand he got hurt and he's 30 now. But, you know, in redraft leagues, that – means jack shit to you yeah you where's know? he where's he going right now uh i believe in the third round fourth round that sounds about right um hold on i got i'll just pull up a mock draft board here <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah i i think because uh, the one person it's it's the jersey that we've been hinting about giving away oh yeah i, th- I think Irv, Irv smith's Smith. gonna have a good year this year i think he'll outshine kyle rudolph yeah i it's tough. You don't want to draft either one of those guys no, this year. No, I'm not, I'm not happy yeah, with that. But, but it wouldn't surprise me if after a week or two, Irv Smith is that like tight end that like people are spending their fab on to get him on their team and you shit. Know, just a sneaky little guy to, mm-hmm. to get on your team there. Just a sneaky little guy. Um, Let me see. Go to 12-team, PPR, mock. Let me see my last mock. Sorry, my phone's moving really slow. Come on. Come on now. Are you on my Wi-Fi? No. Oh, we'll have to change that. Uh, let's see here. I think third round is... Yeah, he went uh, 303. Oh, yeah, it's perfect yeah. for him. Yeah. He's going He's going right around like Kenny Galladay, Allen Robinson, Mike Evans. Uh, out of all those guys, I think Thielen is the one I'd want the most. O- Odell Beckham. Yeah. I, I, I think Thielen's... Mm, Kenny, gonna... I think Kenny Galladay is the one I'd want the most out of that group. And then Adam Thielen. But yeah, I, if gun to my head, I wouldn't. You know what I mean? I yeah. I it's kind of a coin flip at that point because you you know one could finish higher than the other. You you mm-hmm. never know. But yeah, I like Adam Thielen a lot. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any really sneaky late round guys that I mean Justin Jefferson with how late he's going in redraft leagues. I'm gonna say like 
11th or 12th round. Uh, let's see here. Um, I There he is. 11-11 is where he went. Damn near the end. Yeah. So, perfect. I'd I, I take that shot on I'd him, man. I'd take that shot, too. Yeah. So... You're getting a, you're getting a good rookie with good upside mm-hmm. on a, and, a, and, a, and a good offense and a good quarterback to throw yeah. him the ball. So, um, it's just you know you're kind of hedging your bets a little bit because it is a run first offense, but very know, much so. Yeah, I, I'd that, rather and, I'd rather have Jerry Judy instead of Jeff, Justin Jefferson, but that's reflected in where they're getting drafted. Yeah, and that to me is is another reason why I worry about Dalvin Cook is the work rate they're going to give him. Yeah, if, I I mean Madison will still be involved in in the games that Delvin Cook is still there, but how much? You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, because I is Delvin on his the end of did he just get a contract extension? No, he hasn't yet. Um, but yeah, I I mean he's Alexander Mal- Madison is to Delvin Cook what Tony Pollard is to Zeke, but Zeke has significantly less risk. So yeah, that's exactly. why Tony Pollard isn't really getting drafted as a handcuff as much. He um, was there in the beginning when Zeke wasn't sure if he yeah, was going to exactly. play or not. Um, yeah, and then uh, where I have them finishing, I have them taking a bit of a step back this year uh, just because they lost a, a good amount of defensive veteran presence. Um, Xavier Rhodes, who's over the hill, he, he has played like shit the last year or two. Uh, a veteran cornerback. They let him go. They let Everson Griffin go, and he was still one of the top-tier defensive end talents in the league uh, just for cap purposes. They had to let a lot of guys go and then fill in those guys with younger players. Yeah. So I, I think their defense takes a bit of a hit this year. Uh, they do still have an awesome defense, though, with Harrison Smith, um, uh, Anthony Harris, one of the guys uh, on a franchise tag that we didn't talk about. Was it Anthony Harris? I can't remember. Uh, there are other <laughs> safety besides Harrison Smith. And then uh, Eric Kendricks is one of the premier middle linebackers in the league right now. Or is it Hendricks? <laughs> Shows how, how much I know about defensive players <laughs> as opposed to fantasy-relevant offensive Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's Eric Hendricks. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they still have defensive talent there. Uh, but they, they did have to let – Linville Joseph was another one of the interior, like, just massive run stuffers in the middle that they had. And he had to be let go, too. So I, I see them taking a step back, and I had them finishing 8-8 eight and eight this year and missing out on the playoffs, I believe. Yes. Yeah, they are out of the playoffs in the NFC. Um, after that, uh, the Bears. The Bears. Yeah, finished uh, – I don't remember what they finished, like 6-10 and 10 last year. 6-and-oof. <laughs> um, and <laughs> NFC North rankings. 2019. Standings is what you're looking for. Rankings brought up the same thing. No, Bears finished 8-8. Eight and eight. Oh, 8-8. Eight eight. That was better than what I thought they did. Um, yeah, I... Well, it was, still, easy, it was easy for them to finish there with where the Lions finished. Yeah, I'm okay with Allen Robinson. He's he's a top-flight talent. Um, he hasn't been injured in a while. He had some injury issues back when he was in Jacksonville. Um, I, I just... I, I'd, I'd rather go other directions because you don't know what they're going to do with Tr- Trubisky and Foles being there, uh, how easy how easily they could pull the trigger on, on a, you know, a seed uh, change. Yeah. But I just, um, I'm not super big on Allen Robinson. I'm, I, <laughs> you're not taking a shot on Ed, one of the nine tight ends that they have on the roster right now. Um, it's actually now eight. Yeah. Cause Ooh. they just got rid of one. Yeah. Watch out. Um, to a team we'll talk about in a little bit. 
I kind of like where David Montgomery's going right now in the fourth He's round. He's about the only one outside of Allen because there's there's a little bit of a tear break after him of guys who are getting guaranteed workloads I like Tariq Cohen where he's going if you're in a half point or a full point league he's still going to be relevant and he's still you know a potential flex option for you know what I mean a late round guy yeah who I think is going in like the eighth round right now so you know if you need depth and you know you kind of miss the train on your running backs in earlier rounds I think Tariq Cohen's a solid option but other than that, I mean, you don't have faith in the quarterbacks, really, either way. I mean, Nick Foles, yeah, he won a Super Bowl. He was kind of a product of the system and great yeah. coaching. Anywhere else he's ever been, he's been mediocre at best. There, There is a guy I do have hope for on that team, and and not just because he's on my team. Who's that? But it's uh, Anthony Miller. Okay. He showed real promise towards the end of that season, even with – shitty quarterback play. Um, I, Mitchell Trubisky is not a hyper-fantasy relevant quarterback, but he's good enough to keep his weapons relevant. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, it like, in the beginning of the season, Anthony Miller was almost non-existent. He was injured. And he played the entire season. Did he? Yeah. He played the entire season. Swore. Or am I mixing him up with uh, Taylor Gabriel? Taylor, no, I am. I'm mixing him up with yeah. Taylor Gabriel. But well. towards the end of the season, he started getting more targets. He was starting to put things together. He had a couple hundred yard games, mm-hmm. got some touchdowns. So that's that's part of the reason why I scooped him up. I saw some potential there. Whether that happens or not, I can just drop him. Yeah, but again, another late round flyer. Yeah, I, I think there's potential there, especially if Nick Foles takes over and mm-hmm. gets a more. I'd say a, probably a better quarterback. Nick Foles is a more accurate quarterback. I think Trubisky is a more athletic quarterback. It's yeah depends which which one Nagy prefers and what direction he decides to go with with the team. If they're playing well, which I don't have them playing well, <laughs> uh, their defense is still very good. Uh, they spent a lot of money on Robert Quinn in the off season. Uh, Khalil Mack is still there, but he was a little bit of a disappointment for the Bears last year. Yeah, he wasn't. You know the Khalil Mack of like the last couple. Yeah, he was, and he was hurt for a bit last year. Um, But they do still have. uh, They let uh, both of their middle linebackers go, I believe. In or no, no, they re-signed the wrong one. I remember now. Uh, Danny Trevathan and let uh, Kwiatkowski go. I like Kwiatkowski more than Trevathan, but uh, they still have uh, Eddie Jackson there at safety. They still have good corners uh, with Fuller. You know what I mean? Uh, they're still a very, very, very good defense, and you, you know, their DST might help you win some games this year. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just think they're taking a full step back. I think overall they just seem like a mess. Trubisky's starting to see the seeds planted that they don't want him as their quarterback anymore. So I just, I think overall it's going to hurt them a lot. I have them finishing last in this division this year at four and twelve. Yeesh. Yeah. Um, and then uh, moving on to. The last place, Detroit uh, Lions. Yeah, Detroit Lions, three twelve and one last year, I believe. They had the tie with Arizona in week oh, one. That's right. Yes, they did. Yeah, and then they were two two zero and one at one point and lost a ton of games after that. Yeah. Well, it, what didn't help them was David Blau. <laughs> wow, <laughs> David Blau. Uh, well, and, that and, and good know, old Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll. God damn O'Driscolls. Kenny Galladay still finishes a top 10 wide receiver last year. And 
I don't think Marvin Jones is too far outside of that either. No, Marvin Jones still had a very good year. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I, think I think he got hurt too. I think with Stafford, and hopefully with a fully repaired back, that's not and somewhat of a running game threat with them drafting DeAndre Swift. Yeah. I and think they they will finish, and they haven't had a top half finish since Barry Sanders was there. They haven't had a top sixteen finish in the league. In, running in, back? No, in, in, in general, in, just in, in in the rushing attack, like rushing yardage. They haven't finished top sixteen since Barry Sanders. So, good God, um, yeah i I think they could finish around there. That's their ceiling is like sixteen, fifteen, fourteen, top somewhere end. around there. Yeah. Um, which I'm not super high on DeAndre Swift for this year. I, I it's think, a lot of the rookie running backs. I'm like that. Well, right now. And, and I think for outside Swift, of Hilaire, what it really comes down to is whether Carryon stays healthy. And I don't think Carryon's had a healthy season. I don't know, man. I, even if Carryon's there and healthy, they might just, you know, think like, oh, Carryon's still very good. He's still a very talented yes. running back. But they think, oh, we brought DeAndre Swift in to be our lead back. We're going to give him 20 touches. We're only going to give Carry on like 10. So, you know what I mean? Like, Well, is is one of them a better – I'd assume maybe Carry on's a better pass catching back. No. No? Swift is the overall better back, in my opinion. Um, but they can use them both. You know what I mean? Like, the Patriots of old, if you remember – or not of old, of the last several years – a uh, couple years anyways, James White was their pass-catching back, Sonny Michelle was their running back. But with the Lions, they can do both with both of their running backs. Yeah. So I think that allows a little more for the offense to open up a little bit. But uh, Kenny Galladay, I have expressed my, my love for, for Kenny G. Uh, letter Kenny Galladay, <laughs> how are you now? Uh, I think he'll finish as a top-five wide receiver this year. Would not surprise me. I love where really? he's going top in drafts. Five. Yeah, and and th- and in the third round I just said a little bit ago. Um, I just think this is the year that he fully catapults himself into the top tier receiver up there with the Michael Thomases and Julio Jones and Devonte Adams and Tyreek Hills of the world. So I'm, I'm trying to call my shot a little early just because I, I love Kenny Galladay as a player. Yeah. He's a fantastic receiver. Um, and I think with, with Marvin Jones opposite him, it does open things up for him more. Yeah. And, you know, having Stafford hopefully fully healthy for a year. So, um, I'm trying so to think. TJ Hawkinson. Eh. Yeah. We'll see I, what happens. Yeah, I, I give it another year on him. I had high hopes for him coming into the season, and he just yeah. Now he's right. Now he's riding it out in my uh, in my taxi spot. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I accidentally dropped him but really wasn't mad about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Who do I, I – I mean, I have – Kittle and Janu. I'll, yeah. I'll ride them out for, exactly. for this year Especially in my Dynasty with, League. With the upside you and I both see in Janu. Yeah. Um, Janu I, Hope. I think Matt Stafford gets a bad rap from a lot of people. I It wouldn't surprise me if he had a top 12 finish this year. Yeah. I, I, shit, I, it wouldn't surprise me if he had like a top 7 finish this year. Yeah, he's such a good quarterback. With, I'm not projecting him there, but... No, I can see it happening. Yeah. I think he's such a fantastic quarterback. I mean, I your, wouldn't say fantastic. Your, your personal <laughs> feelings of him aside, because yeah, he's a dick. But I, I think he's a lot better than a lot of people give him credit for. No, he's he's very good, and he's a hyper fantasy relevant quarterback. But um, I wouldn't start. You know, I wouldn't build a franchise around him. But I think he's in the top half of talented quarterbacks in the league. Um, and you know, if he's your, you know, you're going 
no QB until your last couple picks. You're not mad I, about I wouldn't, it. I wouldn't be upset if Stafford was on my team. Nope. I wouldn't. Not even a little bit. Yeah. I have some other guys that I like more personally, mm-hmm. but, you know, if Stafford, you, you like them, you like their, their passing attack, go for it. Um, but, yeah, I have them slightly improved. I still think they're the Lions. I still think their defense isn't good. They just lost Darius Slay, uh, who I think is a tad bit overrated. But um, still a very good corner. They did replace him, though. With some yeah, yeah, they got Je- Jeff Okuda. Yeah. But, um, and they still have Justin Coleman there and have Desmond Trufant. I just don't. I don't know, man. I just don't have faith in Matt Pat- Patricia. Yeah, I don't have any faith. In <laughs> I just don't, man. Uh, I have them finishing six and ten this year. So, moving up to third, better, but yeah, not, not much. Better. Yeah, uh, still like a top twelve pick in the draft. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that'll wrap up our NFC North recap, or not recap, uh, deep dive, if you will, and then uh, we'll move on to the AFC North. Uh, I am. Super excited to talk about this division. Oh, the Browns are going to go 16-0. and I've got some some stuff <laughs> moving around. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm no. really excited. I mean, all right, we'll open up with the Ravens, of course. They finished 14-2. and uh, They were, before the playoffs, the pride of the AFC. And uh, Lamar Jackson won MVP last year. Still going, I, I believe, in the second round in drafts right now. Uh, because of his rushing upside. Yeah. I, I think that comes down a little bit, and their passing volume goes up a little bit more. Yeah, I, I think because they're, they're, they're going to they'd work more with his passing game in the offseason. Yeah, and I or think they're just going to have to vary it up a little bit more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, people are going to be like, "All right, cool, this guy's going to spin cycle our entire defense. Yeah. Let's just break his leg." So, but I, I'm not. We both subscribe mostly to not taking a quarterback super early yes. in drafts. Uh, so in redrafts, we're not going to probably have a, a good share of Lamar. Or, nope. Or, or not um, even Pat. Pat, yeah. So, I still, you know, you end up with them on your team. It's just, it's it's always with with quarterbacks. It's not so much what you get. Like, yes, I got a top flight quarterback, but usually, what did you miss because of that? Exactly, it's what you miss because of it. You're you end up thinner at running back or thinner at wide receiver. So it just it hurts your overall team a little bit more mm-hmm. when you spend that high of a pick, and like if you're drafting one of those guys, they have to finish one or two, otherwise they're not a good ROI. That's not not a good re- return on investment. So Lamar Jackson had a freak season last year. And He's not going to do it again. Yeah, like he. His, I I don't see him going higher than maybe 750 rushing yards. Mm, I could see him breaking a thousand again. I honestly could. You think so? Yeah. I, I I can, but I think his like rushing touchdown total will come down a little bit, um, with them you know working in J.K. Dobbins. Listen, that that that's I think that'll be my hot take for the season that he doesn't finish higher than 800 yards rushing. Okay, that's a good hot take. I like that. Um, but yeah, I still think he's you know a top tier quarterback. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, it depends. So we know Mark Andrews is going to be a, the a, tight end. Yeah, he's he's the target that you want the most, you, you kind of have to take your shot on a receiver, right? You know what I mean? And it's, it's Hollywood. That's the only one. Hollywood is the, the premier running back for that or wide wide receiver for that team. Yeah. So I, I don't, you know, you're not taking a shot on Willie Sneed. No, fuck no. Uh, you might stash, uh, Boykin on your, on your dynasty team at, for upside. Uh, you know, I fill in. Yeah, a six, a six foot five young guy, and if they the 
the passing attack gets a little more prolific there than maybe he becomes fantasy relevant. But yeah, I I like Hollywood Brown a shit ton. Oh, you and me both. Yeah, the kid's fucking incredible. Uh, with where he's where he's going in drafts right now, I believe fifth or sixth round. I I love it. I I think that's an awesome snag if he can stay healthy. That's the big, big thing with mm-hmm. him, uh, with that goddamn bitch Liz Frank last year coming in with that injury. <laughs> I hate that bitch. And then he ended up hobbled. Just everybody. I believe with a high ankle sprain last year. So I, if he can stay healthy and on the field, man, he's going to be making plays week in and week out. Um, the, I'm trying to think. Mark Ingram, I still think, is the running back and redraft to own this year. The running back situation is insane there. Yeah, I it just... With, with Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, Justice Hill... And Gus Edwards. Yeah, it just it scares me. Uh, like I, as I think I'm I'm personally steering clear of Mark Ingram in redraft leagues just because I think Dobbins is talented enough to kind of make it a fifty fifty split to the point where you don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and it's really this is I think this is Mark Ingram's last year on his contract. Uh, it can be. It's, it's second to last, but they can opt out of it. Yeah. At, so I mean, basically at, at no cost next year. If I mean. He's got a Super Bowl to his name, doesn't he? Was with, he on the with, team with the Saints? With the Saints, I mm, no. Maybe? No, I don't think he was. Uh, no, he wasn't. Saints Super that was, Bowl. That was twenty eleven. Twenty ten. Twenty. Oh God, no. Then he definitely yeah, no. wasn't. God, no. Yeah, I think he was drafted like a year or two later. So he has no. No Super Bowls. But I really... I don't see him being in the league much longer regardless. I mean, he he was productive last year, so once we see the fall-off, we'll know. You know what I mean? It's just... I, I think this could be one of those things where... You know, Mark Ingram starts off pretty hot in the first half of the season. Or even, like, the first quarter. And then maybe, like, it's dinged up or... They, you know, decide to kind of, like, J.K. Dobbins is picking up more of the offense and start using him more, and then Dobbins ends up being the guy you want to own in the, the latter yeah. half of the season. So I, it's just kind of a crapshoot. So I, part of me kind of wants to steer clear of it, even though it's such a it, high rushing it volume. It was the very next year after they won the Super Bowl okay. they drafted. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to fault somebody for wanting Mark Ingram on their team, uh, especially with where he's going right now. I, I, I think fifth round? Sixth, maybe? I'd be happy there. Yeah, it's fine. If he ends up the third running back on your team, awesome. You're, yeah, you're happy with that. Because he's, he's going, like, right around... Oh, hold on. I don't want to misspeak. I want to say he was going right around Kareem Hunt. But I could be wrong there. No, he's going in the fourth. So he's going right around David Montgomery, which I would rather have Montgomery, just because I feel like his ability to lose his workload is less likely than Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. Um, but Raheem Mostert, I think I'd rather have Mostert. Um, I'd rather have Mark Ingram instead of Melvin Gordon. That's that's my hot take, man. I don't want any fucking part of the Broncos' backfield. No, this God, year. No, I, want I no, don't want Mel- I Melvin want Ingram. nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Um, in that, I know they paid Melvin Gordon the money, but I don't care. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's inefficient and like his his knees. I think with Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman there, he'll he'll never get the workload that he got just splitting time with Austin Eckler. Exactly. So. The, the only person I would want any shares in in that offense, just before we even go to that division, is Cortland Sutton. Sutton and then Judy late. Yeah. Yeah. So. Or maybe, maybe Drew Locke, but I don't think. Not yet. I just don't think Drew Locke's going to become what, what they want to. We'll talk about that when we get to the, yeah. the West. 
Um, Stay on target. Yeah. Uh, their defense is even more improved than it was last their year. Their defense is disgusting. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think uh, I have them fin- their record finishing a little bit lower just because they, they peaked last year. You know what I mean? It's just it's hard to predict 14 wins for a team. Exactly. Uh, so I believe, yeah, I have them here at 12-4. and four. Losing That's two more fine. games, but they're still one of the elite teams. Hopefully, in the AFC. they lose both of those to the Browns. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I think one of the games that I had them losing was to the Browns. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I have them twelve and four and going to the Super Bowl. So to the Super Bowl. Yep. I I have them getting over that hump this year and breaking that curse of Lamar can't perform in the in the playoffs yeah. and has, has fumbleitis. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, we'll move on to well, their DST too, man. <laughs> it's oh, gonna be points. I, I think it's gonna be fantasy relevant. Points because uh, they oh, were last I, year. Uh, Matthew Judon, they still have a good pass rusher in him. Um, they added Calais Campbell, who's a fucking All Pro stand-up guy, won the Walter Payton Man of the Year award. Uh, they still have Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters, uh, Tony Jefferson, uh, fucking Earl Thomas. Chuck Clark at safety. They have three really good safeties. Um, they just drafted Patrick Queen in the draft, so they have someone to fill the hole at middle linebacker. I mean, I just I I love their defense, man. They still have uh the God damn it. I think they got rid of Michael Pierce and added somebody else at D tackle. So I they'll be fine, man. <laughs> so I don't. I can't. Did they resign Michael Pierce? Let's see, because I can say looking at the rankings. Two teams in this division finished in the top four on defense. Oh yeah, the, the other yeah. being the Steelers. Steelers, yeah. <laughs> and they were they were still forty three points away from New England. Oh yeah, uh, Michael Pierce went to went to the oh god, I'm losing it, Minnesota Vikings. So he fills in that hole where Linval Joseph was. Um. You're supposed to just know these things, Dylan. You're the numbers guy of the show. I am the color commentary. Mm. Very white color commentator. Um. <laughs> I am. I am the very special part of the show that doesn't know anything, <laughs> but talks like he does. And occasionally, oh yeah, they still have, right. they still have Brandon Williams there at D tackle, and they got uh, Derek Wolf uh, to play three four end. Uh, I think Jalen Ferguson could could kind of come along this year as his own as the opposite pass rusher of Matthew Judon. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, they're going to kill it, dude. Oh, they don't, they don't have um, Tony Jefferson anymore, but they still have Chuck Clark and Earl Thomas at safety. So yeah, I mean, Earl Thomas is one of my favorite safeties in the league. Yeah. I, he came d- down to earth a little bit more last year, but that's just age and coming off of a fucking shattered leg. Right. <laughs> um, and they have the best special teamers in the league. When it comes to kickers and punters, <laughs> Justin Tucker and, oh, yeah. and Sam yeah. Cook, yeah, I couldn't think of the kickers. You name. can't top them, man. Uh, at least as a combo, you might mm, might be able to with like Dustin Colquitt and Harrison Butker, but potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> um, so yeah, that'll move us on to the team that finished second in the division last year, who I believe I have finishing second again this year. Curses. Yes, uh, <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers, but much improved. I have them at eleven and five. I'll kick it off with where my prediction is. Uh, if Big Ben can stay healthy, I think their defense is a championship caliber that, defense. That defense is yeah. probably the only thing more disgusting than Baltimore's. And Ben is not 
as good as he once was, <laughs> but he is still much improved, a big he's, improvement he's gonna come on back Mason healthy. Rudolph and Duck Hodges. <laughs> Doug, you and I could have showed up to that uh, defense or <laughs> offense and been yeah. better than Duck Hodges and, yeah. and Mason Rudolph. Exactly. So I Mason think- Rudolph post or pre helmet. Juju still gets a, a bit of a bump back up. Yeah, because he's ben he's being Ben's there. target. I'm I'm fully out on James Conner, man. He's hurt me too much. <laughs> <laughs> My feelings, man. They've been hurt too I'm, many times. I'm cool with because he could finish as a top ten running back. He honestly could if, if the glass is hard enough. <laughs> yeah, the the there is a world where James Conner could do that. I just I've been hurt by him too many times to want to draft him. I and see. There's also a world where he's that guy in SpongeBob whose bones are made of glass, and he can't walk out of his house. He's Samuel on Hill Jackson in Unbreakable. Yeah, Mr. Glass. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I Big Ben. If you want to take him as your late round quarterback, I, he's got whatever. targets. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, even outside of Juju, Deontay Johnson showed he's a very good receiver. Yeah, but that it scares me. I want to be all yay huzzah for a local Toledo guy, but. It scares me because James Washington could be that second target. He could still be. You know what I mean? And I like Deontay you Johnson know what's more. With Chase Claypool. Yeah, exactly. So, um, tight end wise, uh, Eric Ebron. I just don't think they're passing. There's going to be enough passing volume there uh, with all the other weapons that they have for Ebron to be as relevant as he was two years ago with the Colts. Yeah, and then you got um, fucking Vance, who is still there. Yeah, he's still there. He's a thing. <laughs> they just signed one of the. The Bears' nine thousand tight ends. <laughs> um, he's not going to matter. No, he's, he's a just, camp body. He's going to be there in case the other two explode. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I like I said, Juju gets a little bit of a bump back up. Um, I'm still a little hands off with where he's going right now. Uh, let's see here. With who? With Juju? Yeah, he's going around. Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, Stephon Diggs. Terry McLaurin. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm skipping ahead. Um, I, I snaked the draft the wrong way. Uh, Juju, DJ Moore, Amari Cooper. Uh, he's going right after Odell Beckham. AJ Brown, Cooper Cup. I'd say most of those guys. I, I want. I'd I would want rather a have. few of those guys more yeah. than him. Personally, I think I'd rather. I'd. I'd almost rather have OBJ, but that's scary. There's guys that I'd rather have more. I'd rather have Amari Cooper. I'd rather have DJ Moore for sure. I think I'd rather have AJ Brown. Cooper Cup scares me a little bit. I might want Juju over him. Especially know, especially tough. if around later I can get Robert Woods. <laughs> yeah, I'd take Juju in that situation. Yeah. If, if, if one round later I could still get a part of that offense, yeah. I'd still be okay with it. Yeah, and then further down the list, Kelvin Ridley, DK Metcalf, DJ Chark. I'd still rather have uh, Juju ahead of all those guys. Um, but, yeah, it's just... Uh, it's it's your own personal thing. I'm personally steering clear of Juju for the most part if it falls to the point where, you know, it's between him and, you know, who did I say? Cooper Cup and o- OBJ. Yeah. I'd probably take Smith Schuster there. Um, maybe Odell. I don't know. That's tough. <laughs> I'm rising a little more on Odell this year after seeing, after a year, how much better Baker connected with Jarvis, but we'll talk about that when we get there. Um so yeah, like I said, I have them finishing at eleven and five, and I believe making a little bit of a playoff push here. Uh, no, I have them getting eliminated in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna make a push. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So I. Uh, but yeah, I, I like them to be much improved, based on what they were. I mean, they finished fucking eight and eight, 
with, with Ben playing a game and a half last year. Yeah, and then two turd sandwiches filling in. Them up. Yeah. yeah. Like they were they were one win away. Um and then I believe they would have needed the Titans to lose and they would have been in. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is the defense kept them in those games. Exactly. So the, that's def- my point. the, the defense de- is still there. The defense got them mm-hmm. to eight and eight. The offense just helped a little. And they just got our boy Chris Wormley. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. <laughs> He's not gonna play. He's gonna be behind Stefan to it, but you never know. Yeah. Um that'll move us on to the team that finished third. And I still have them finishing third. Thank God. Uh <laughs> the, the Cleveland- Plus, if you just tell me that Joe comes in and makes them beat I'd have been a little salty. Yeah. That that is within the realm of possibility. I'm not saying it's not. It is Cleveland. Anything's possible. But they are the Kevin Garnett of this division. <laughs> Anything is possible. Uh yeah, so we'll we'll talk about the Browns. Um they finished what, six and ten last year. Yeah. Um big disappointment. Freddie Kitchens is out the door. Uh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sad about that. They they brought in another Inexperienced head coach and uh, Kevin Stefanski, but a more experienced coach. <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Um, I I like his offensive scheme. I I think it'll fit perfectly with what they want to do with the Browns. Um, you know, run run heavy, two tight end sets. Yep, and I two think, two stud wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. So, it's perfect. Yeah, and uh, a middling quarterback. <laughs> You're not wrong. A middling to decent quarterback. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, but I don't know, man. I, 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 I can't fucking stand Baker. You know that? <laughs> like, as a quarterback, I'm good. I as just a human, hate he talks. <laughs> as a human being, fuck you. Like, I'm trying I'm trying to... I'm trying to like him more as a person. But I he makes like it overall, so hard. I feel like overall, he is a good person. He's just a bit of a douche. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's about it. <laughs> yeah, um, but I I have that offensively improving a bit on last year. I think Chubb might Chubb's gonna take a hit a little bit. I still think he's gonna be hyper. At least on the passing side, he's gonna take. He's a hit. going. He's still going in like late first, early second, um, which I'm okay with. Uh, let's see here. I'm oh saying, no, he's he's probably dropped down to about the third at this point. No. No, God, no. He's never going to fall that far. No, yeah. He went in this mock draft I did uh, earlier today, 201. Oh, yeah, yeah. fine. Um, yeah, if he's your second running back, they like this team here has Miles Sanders and Nick Chubb. Cool. Yeah, you're happy. So, excuse me, you got the burpees. But, yeah, I, you know, if you end up with him or Kareem Hunt in a later round, I, I think Kareem Hunt falls in that category of, like, Tariq Cohen, where... I, he's more talented to me than Tariq Cohen, so I like him a little bit more, and his his draft price reflects that. He goes a, a bit higher than Tariq Cohen. Um, but, yeah, as, as like a fill-in or some you know running back depth on your bench, he'll still be fantasy relevant, even he's, with Chubb there and healthy. Yeah, cause, because he's going to get most of the pass-catching yep. work in that mm-hmm. offense. And, and I still think the Browns are not good enough to the point where they'll be down in games and – you know, Nick Chubb might get phased out towards the end. Yeah. So, uh, sadly, like I said, I'm I'm rising a little bit on Odell. Uh, I think he, another year with Baker and another year. I mean, yeah, the the offense is going to change again. I mean, it's it's going from dumpster fire to. But look, I mean, hot look at garbage. the Vikings. We just talked about like how that's a perfect blueprint change 
from him to go to the Vikings to the Browns. Like, Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen were very hyper-fantasy relevant. Now you got Jarvis and you got Odell. Mm-hmm. I just, Jarvis scares me, man. Because yeah. Jarvis running routes from the outside. The Vikings ran, I think it was 74% with two tight end sets or just two wide receivers on the field. I don't see Jarvis being able to handle outside work like that. No, And I can't remember the third fucking wide receiver on that team. Huh? Rashad Higgins? Yeah. Yeah. And... I don't even know if Higgins is still on the team. <laughs> Me neither, and I'm the I'm the Browns fan. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm, Toast touch. I'm I'm really anxious to see where this team goes. Um, I'm I'm falling a little more on Baker, because <laughs> because I don't. You just don't like him. No, I I was getting a little high on him in the off season with him being with that core group of guys for another year and having a better offensive line, just for fantasy purposes. I think it'll be like the Mitch Trubisky situation. He won't be as bad as Mitch, but it'll be like that where he puts up enough numbers to not be fantasy relevant, but to keep his other guys relevant. Yeah. So. And I mean, plus he's got stiff competition behind. I shouldn't say stiff. He's got <laughs> decent competition behind him. No, he's got someone to help push him, but won't take the starting job from him in case Keenum. I, yeah. He's he's a good insurance policy if Baker were to fucking snap his leg or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but yeah, I actually have them overall improving enough to make the playoffs this year. Uh, I'm, Wild card spot. I'm not fully buying in to them being the super team that everyone thought that they were going to be last offseason. Yeah. Uh, but I do have them You know finishing. who else didn't buy into that last year? This guy, because I know better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have them uh, eking out the last spot at 9-7. and seven. Fuck, we'd finish positive on the record. <laughs> Just beating out a couple other teams on the list here. Yeah, um, I... Which we'll talk about in the future. I have high hopes, as I always do. And usually my hopes are crushed. So I'd like to see that not happen this year because my feelings are already hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that prediction. I think that's possible. I'd be happy with eight and eight, yeah, and I, missing the playoffs. Yeah, I probably. I'd, honestly, I'd I'd really would be happy. Well, with yeah. I'll, I mean, but, I, I know it's not a show about the AFC West or the AFC South, but I do have the Titans and the Broncos just on the outside. Yeah. So, if if we just missed out, but we improve, as long as we're going in the right direction, I'm mm-hmm. a happy panda. So. Uh, let's see here. Uh, and then finishing it out with the, the last place team of last year, finishing last place again, I have them improving from the two wins that they had last year to, uh, up to five this year. I think it'll take a little bit to get Joe Burrow to talk, talking about the Bengals, of course, uh, uh, Joe Burrow fully comfortable. I think their offensive line is still not great. Um, their defense still has, is just Swiss cheese. There's holes to fill everywhere on that defense. Um, and you know what I mean? They, he, there'll be some fantasy relevant players. Uh, AJ green is the one that comes to mind when it, when we talk about inconsistency, um, it scares me because when's the last time you played a full season? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I do think Tyler Boyd, um, with where he's going will be dependable enough week in and week out that, you know what I mean? I, I expect Joe to be the guy that we hope he is at least, you know, like two thirds of that. Yeah, at least a little bit. And be serviceable. So build an offense. You know what I mean? Like twenty-five touchdowns is about where I have him. Um, 
probably like ten interceptions. You don't have him breaking the record. He could. He he really could. He really could. I'm not yeah. saying he can't. Yeah, but I'm I'm just gonna lowball. Records what twenty six? Yeah. Yeah. You know he's still a rookie quarterback. So also twenty seven. Um, I'll I'll say twenty like twenty five ish. Um, which will keep Tyler Boyd relevant. It'll keep AJ Green relevant if he's healthy. Um, we'll see how they implement T Higgins or John Ross. I don't care. I don't want either one of them. <laughs> um, Joe Mixon, I would love to have on my team. I am super fucking high on Joe Mixon. Um, you they, and I both. Their offensive line is slightly improved because they they basically have a first round pick and a third round pick. I know they selected Joe with their first round pick, but they're getting Jonah Williams back. Um, is it Jonah? Yeah, I don't know. The The first round selection they had from last year, um, they're getting him back after an ACL injury, and they have Josh Jones that they selected in the third round who had a first round grade on him from a lot of the experts out there. So first or like early second round. Um, so, yeah, I think their offensive line will be improved, and we saw what Joe Mixon did at the tail end of last year yeah, once they for really fantasy purposes. Yeah, giving him a chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, he... He spiked in his yards per carry, spiked in his, you know, just overall touches. It, he just looked like the Joe Mixon you had hoped you got early that, in the season. Yeah, that's the Joe Mixon that you drafted. Yeah. So, I, I, especially at, like, the tail end of the first round, man, if you can swing around and get another one of those guys like Nick Chubb or Miles Sanders or Josh Jacobs, you know what I mean? Like, dude, if I ended up with Josh Jacobs and Joe Mixon on my team, I'd fucking nut. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd be nut. super stoked about that team. Um. But, yeah, I love Joe Mixon. Um, I don't really want to draft Joe Burrow in redraft leagues. If you have him on your dynasty team, I'll, I'll say it now, man. Congratulations. I think he's going to be a top-tier quarterback within two years. Burrow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, I know. That's, well, what a hot take for a first overall yeah, pick. I mean, if he's not, I think I'd be more shocked. Yeah. I think his floor is what Carson Palmer was when he was in. That's his floor to me. And I'd be happy with that. Exactly. I'd be so happy yeah. with that. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, out, outside of Joe Burrow, which you're going to get some produ- some good production out of him, hopefully you've got a different quarterback outside of him. To yeah, especially in like if he's your second quarterback in two QB leagues, I'm assuming you're like in a rebuild. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just. And then, I mean, outside of Joe Mixon – yeah, I don't know it's how many players shoot. I want to own. If you want to take that shot on AJ Green and hope and that Joe Burrow, Lloyd. you know, Joe Burrow breaks 4000 yards and you know with that 25 touchdowns, eight of them go to AJ Green. And like and at least maybe 1100 yards goes to him. Yeah. And that's a good season for yeah. where AJ AJ Green's getting drafted, I believe in the 5th round. So, I mean, I don't know who their tight end is. I don't think they have one cuz I think Eifert's gone. Oh, AJ Green's going in the 6th. So, Yeah, you're happy. He's going right next to Hollywood. And I'd take Hollywood. And yeah, I'd take Hollywood. I'd take AJ Green over Julian Edelman. Oh yeah. Yeah. Even hundred percent. Mean, even in a PPR league, I you just don't. Tom's know, not throwing on the ball anymore. Yeah, you just don't know if Cam or Stidham would depend on Julian Edelman the way Tom did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking um, I'm Hollywood to see, over both. Yeah, Devonte Parker right after that, like uh, just before him though, Stephon Diggs and Terry McLaurin. I'd rather have both of those. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not super high on Stefan Diggs with the, 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 the change. change. Yeah, but I would still rather have for sure Terry McLaurin out of all of those guys. He's he at that tier I'd would rather have him. But yeah. Yeah, I I I don't mind somebody taking a shot on, on 
AJ Green in the sixth round, man. Like if he's your third wide receiver, fuck it, go yeah, for it. He he could finish as a top, you know, eighteen wide receiver, or he could yeah. finish higher than that. You never know. Yeah, or he could finish as like wide receiver forty because he got hurt again. Yeah, because his ankle exploded <laughs> yeah. another time. So uh, yeah, I, like I said, I have them slightly improving up to five and eleven from you know that's three yeah. more wins. I think Joe Burrow is, is worth that, honestly. Yeah. And I think Zach Taylor's not a, an awful head coach. I don't. We'll see what so, happens. Yep. Like Hopefully. Kevin Garnett said, anything yeah. is possible. I made that joke three fucking times <laughs> now, the <this> show. <laughs> made a basketball joke. Yep. On, on three a times. Fantasy football podcast. Huzzah. Sorry, I've been watching The Great on Hulu. Uh, I've been told I need to watch it's that. It's so fucking funny, it's dude. It's so good. It's so funny. Um, I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, yeah, we hit an hour, so that'll wrap us up. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Twitter, at BeerBrothersFF. If you want to give us a follow, uh, message us, DM us, slide in those DMs. Slide in them. I'm more than happy to answer any questions you have, uh, help you with your draft, do whatever I need Say, to do. Slide in them like Joey Bosa did across that football field last year. Oh, yeah. Just squeep. <laughs> squeep. It's been a while since I've gotten a squeep in. But, uh, yeah, and then uh, Beer Brothers Fantasy Football anywhere else. Uh, we'll probably be... Season's coming up soon, so we'll probably be working on some YouTube content uh, here. We'll, we'll get our pie bets going again. And, once, uh, if we can ever get together more than once a week. Yeah, I th- I think during the season, man, I want to at least try to get together for two. I'd like to try to and get do two episodes at now. least do a recap and then a preview. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, which It'll would include us the- like getting together like Tuesdays and like Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be tough. With our work schedules and... Because if we can get our recap ep- episode up by Tuesday or Wednesday, and then our our preview episode up by Thursday morning, cake. You're asking a lot out of me, you know that, right? Yeah, I know, man. I'm asking a lot out of myself, too, man. I got two kids and work a shit ton, Yeah, too. well, that's your, that's your problem. Yeah. It's <laughs> my blessing, sir. Right? Yeah, your kids are great. You got two beautiful daughters. Dude, we realized... Going a little bit of a tangent here, I don't give a fuck. People can listen to us talk about our personal lives. Uh... My, my my older daughter, my stepdaughter, for anybody out there who gives a shit, um, is part Hispanic. She is starting to look a lot like Zendaya. And that is fucking terrifying for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna... Because Zendaya is beautiful. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, my, but... my, my gorgeous porcelain, porcelain doll daughter, the, the two-year-old, she's... <laughs> She's going to be fucking super pretty, too, man. I'm scared. Yeah, you're bowed, bro. Get yeah. a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, also, I got a sword if you want it. <laughs> the one that you tried to scare the shit out of your neighbors with? Unintentionally answer, or opened my front door with my sword on my shoulder and my underwear because I thought somebody's breaking into my house. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, if you want to follow uh, at College Sports Pod, Sport Pod, uh, that's Alex and Toj, the other AJ. AJ2 Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, that's the College Sports Connection. Uh, they talk everything sports uh, on the college side. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just paid for... <laughs> I'm calling them out. They just paid for a... Uh... Did they actually use it on this episode? I haven't listened to it No, yet. I don't know if they use it on the episode, but they paid for a cameo from... Uh, Josh Cribbs. Josh Cribbs, who went to Kent Kent State. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, Kent State. I mean, it's um, really cool. Yeah. I just... I don't got that kind of money, man. No. I'm sure uh, Josh Cribbs wasn't like ever super big. I'm sure he was probably like he was in a, the he was fifty dollar returner, fifty dollar range maybe. Dude, Dominic Dijakovic is on there for fucking fifteen dollars. 
the wrestler? Dijakovic, or however the fuck they pronounce it. Yeah, the NXT guy. Yeah. I was like, what a steal. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, by a lot, you mean like the few times I watch NXT anymore. Yeah, the, the few times I ever watch wrestling anymore. Yeah, so uh, yeah, give them a follow on Twitter, at College Sport Pod. If you want to download their podcast, it's just College Sports Connection. Check them out. Uh, leave us a review. Leave them a review, man. We appreciate the feedback. Uh, AJ's got another show as well. If you want to go and talk about that, the twelve pack podcast with AJ and Jared. We drink beer, we yell at each other, we talk about stupid shit. Quite literally, this week or the back to back weeks, we had a lot. We do we look up stupid news, Mm -hmm. and back to back weeks we had nothing but poop related news, um, including my own poop related news, which I will not talk about on this show. The foul mouth drunk version of the spitballers for. (laughs) Yeah, if if you guys listen to the spitballers, just take that. Add beer and a lot more swearing. And some more, a little more weight. <laughs> a little? <laughs> Jason's pretty big, I think. Uh, Jason's like... 270. Yeah. <laughs> so I got just over 30 pounds on Jason. <laughs> what Jared weighs, we could probably add Andy plus a little bit of Mike. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not too far off of them altogether. <laughs> That's our that's our goal, man, is to befriend the spit slash fantasy footballers and, and get them at, at least on this show. Yeah, so <laughs> or make a guest appearance on theirs. With, yeah, oh with, God, that'd be so. If awesome. we did, it would, but we'd have to tone back. Yeah, a lot I would of have stuff. to definitely not drop any swear words. <laughs> yeah, I know because Mike was posting that thing during the like the big cootie lockdown mm-hmm. where he was trying to get on other people's podcasts. I really yeah. tried to get him on our, our show. Yeah, Jason was on uh, the Fantasy Pros not that long ago. Yeah, so. If yeah. anybody out there is listening and you like our show and you are a even self-proclaimed fantasy expert, we'd love to have you. So. Yeah, we, we want more people on the show because as much as I love talking to Dylan, it's nice having a third voice. That isn't Alex. <laughs> Basically to actually talk to Dylan about sports so I can just sit here and make stupid jokes the whole time. I'd be cool if we could get Melissa back on, but she's so busy with fucking school and work. (laughs) Fucking school. What a nerd. (laughs) All right, guys. That'll wrap us up for the evening. Because otherwise, we're just going to keep on rambling. Exactly. So, yeah, we we appreciate you. We love you. And we will talk to you guys next time. Goodbye. Yeah, guys. Uh, uh. Ones and twos. Yeah. Hit them up. Hit them up with... Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's dance, baby. Let's dance. Oh, shit. We gotta go. We're out.